gym with Mercer Island High School basketball. Broadcasting live from 88.9 The Bridge. Hello, welcome back to 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Nathan bringing you a boys varsity kinko match between the Mercer Island Islanders and the Juanita Rebels. Uh, something to keep in mind here early, Adam Parker dropped 30 points last week against um, Liberty and was Washington's player of the week. So let's see if he can carry the momentum in today as the Islanders are going to win the toss. Speaking of, Adam Parker has it up top, passing it to Wenzel. Wenzel. Wenzel to Clark. Clark to Seda. Seda driving left. Nothing there. Pulls it back out. Seda inside here to Wenzel. Wenzel, great spin. Pass out of bounds. Juanita ball. And the Islanders this year are 12 and 3. Juanita just 1 and 12. So obviously the advantage there goes to Mercer Island. And they had a meeting earlier this year. Mercer Island won 62 51. So only an 11 point game could see. I mean, this game really could go either way. I think yeah. the Islanders definitely are the favorite in this matchup 12 and 3 versus 1 and 12. Yeah. Absolutely, is uh, Pickles now guarding Flynn. Flynn to number 13, and his first shot of the night is Michael Casper, and it's on the mark. Uh, three nothing. Rebels are on top here. Um, haven't even played a minute, though, so nothing to worry about if you're the Islanders. Is Adam Parker driving right, gives it to Pickles. Pickles passes it inside here to Wenzel. Wenzel to Parker. Parker, deep three. Got it. Adam Parker. And you know what he's thinking in his head right now? Like, he was wondering for the past week, can I carry this momentum into this game? And he just found out right there then he still got it. Yes, he's bringing it up. Number 30, Bryn. Bryant. Bryant now passing it to number 13, Casper. Casper driving right, being guarded by Wenzel. Still driving, spinning left. Passing it out to Bryant, and Bryant's going to grab it here, being guarded by Chris Clark. Passes it up to, to McLeod. McLeod driving left, and they're going to call a block on Luke Wenzel. So the all-time charge leader now, trying to take a charge there, but said he's going to get the block. So um, foul on Luke Wenzel. Juanita will keep it. We're tied at three here. Um, six and a half to go in this first quarter. It's number one, McLeod has it. Steal by Seda. Here comes Nigel Seda up the court. Euro stepping off the backboard. Wenzel with the rebound. He goes up strong. Blocked by Flynn. And Flynn's going to pass it here to Brian. Brian now ball in the left hand. Trying to go to work on Chris Clark. Nothing there. Going to pass it to Casper. Driving left is the 6'5 junior. And his layup's off the mark. Wenzel with the rebound. Passing it up here to Chris Clark. Chris Clark crossing over to the left. His shot off the backboard. Not even close. And another fast break here for McLeod. Make load here. Crossing over to his right hand. He's going to give it here. Now driving left. Being guarded by Luke Wenzel. He's going to dish it off to number five, Tate. Tate inside to number 35, Flynn. Flynn's off the mark, and Pickles grabs another rebound. Giving it to Clark here. Clark to Pickles. Pickles, deep three. Off the mark is Pickles, and rebound Casper. So 3-3 still here with a little over five minutes to go in this first quarter. It's Nigel Seda guarding McLeod. McLeod ball on the right hand on the left side of the court, dribbling more to top of the key, driving right, passing here to Casper. Casper second three of the night off the mark, Seda with the rebound. Nigel Seda now driving the court for the Islanders, trying to set up a play. Giving it here to Wenzel. Wenzel spinning around Casper inside, and he's going to get fouled. Block on number 35, Thomas Flynn for Juanita. 
Feels like a lot of these players on Rashawn have had special moments this year with Butson tying the all-time record for three-pointers in the game. Wenzel breaking the record for most charges, and then Adam Parker, player of the week, he got interviewed on social media, so I think he's pretty cool. Yeah, these guys are balling out right now. His pickles, though, missing a three. McLeod grabs a rebound. McLeod being guarded by Seda. McLeod driving left on the left side of the court, driving to the left side corner, grabs a layup, passing it now to number five, Tate. And Luke Wenzel now is going to draw a charge on McLeod as they collide it under the hoop. And Wenzel has, it's a unique talent. It's not just him putting his body on the line. He knows when, when the right time is to take a charge. That's why he's so successful at it. When the player's most vulnerable driving in, they can't stop themselves because they have too much momentum. Just great play there by Wenzel drawing the charge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, those Wenzel's very physical players willing to get on the ground. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing I want to point out here is we pretty much talk about this every game, but it's just because David Pickles is such a unique player. He's 6'9", tallest player in Juanita, 6'5". I don't think I've seen an, a, a player on any other roster besides Mercer Allen that's taller than 6'6". So Pickles has always got the height advantage, already has a couple boards early in this game. It just, you know, it doesn't hurt when you've got a guy that's yeah. five inches taller than everyone, every other player on the floor. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, the Islanders and Juanita, though, off to a slow start, I want to say, offensively. We're about halfway through the first quarter, and they both have made one shot, and it's both been a three-pointer. Yeah. So a little slow offensively for the girls, and that is carrying on to the guys. As uh, Chris Clark bringing it up for the Islanders to start this second quarter, just breaking off the halftime. Or timeout, sorry. Here's Chris Clark. Deep three off the mark. Wenzel grabs a rebound, putting it up as Luke Wenzel. No good. And ball, great save by Winslow, giving it to Pickles. Pickles dishing to Clark, Clark outside to Seda, deep three, off the mark. And Pickles, another save, nope, they're going to say it was out of bounds. Juanita basketball. So four minutes to go now, and it's still three to three. So the three-pointer is not falling for either squad right now. It's interesting trying to see who this go-to player is for Juanita. It seems like it's uh, number 13, Michael Casper. But yeah. There's McLeod with the three. That's off the mark. And Flynn getting, grabbing the rebound, getting fouled by Pickles. I want to say Flynn's another one of those guys. Uh, yeah. Big 6'5 guy. So up against David Pickles, already causing havoc. So I think him and Casper are two to look out for. It's Thomas Flynn at the line. His first shot is off the mark. So Thomas Flynn misses that one. It'll remain 3-3. I mean, if I'm Juanita, I'm kind of liking where this game is going. So far. keep it low scoring. Don't let the Islanders get onto a run that can really blow this game open. I mean, being tied with the Islanders halfway through the first quarter yeah. is not what Juanita expected going into this game, I think. It's great for them, even though it's only, you know, 4-3 right now. Yeah, but uh, they take their first lead of the night. And Nigel Seda driving in for the layups, making it 5-4 Islanders. So now Nigel Seda guarding McLeod. McLeod driving. And switching on to McLeod is Wenzel. McLeod trying to go to work. He's going to have to pull up for the jumper. And a great shot contested by Wenzel. But a great shot there by McLeod. And that's going to make it 6-5 Rebels with three to go here in this first quarter. Seda bringing it up, passing it to Wenzel. Wenzel inside to Pickles. Back to Wenzel. Great pass. And getting fouled is Luke Wenzel, so he'll go to the line. 
Yeah, Nathan, like you said, great pass there by David Pickles. Yeah, when he's got the ball in the post, he attracts all the defenders, and then just nice little give and go. So, once it goes to the line, these are two big shots. Free throws are going to be huge because three fouls already on the Rebels, two fouls on Mercer Island. So, I think these teams are both going to be in the bonus going down the stretch of this first half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the first one there by Wenzel made. But yeah, I feel like it's a um, uh, reoccurring thing for the Islanders. I mean, last game, what was there? They had about 10 fouls yeah, at the man. end of the third quarter. And the fourth quarter was just foul at the line, foul at the line. But Luke Wenzel taking advantage of his opportunities. He makes both 7-6 Islanders lead with uh, 3.05 to go here in the first quarter. So bringing it up now is Brian. Brian, ball in the left hand, crossing over against Clark. Good crossover. Passing it to McLeod. McLeod from the elbow, air balls it. Out of bounds, Islanders ball. As here's the Islanders now, Chris Clark bringing it up. Ball in the right hand, crosses half court, passing it here to the left wing, extended to Nigel Seda. Ball's tipped away. Seda remains with it, passing it to Pickles. Pickles to Clark. Clark off the screen, giving it to Wenzel. Wenzel will take the three now, just off the mark. Rebound to Flynn for Juanita. And now Flynn going up the court, passing a great pass there. And an easy bucket for Flynn, and that's another bucket for him, making it 8-7 to seven Rebels. All of a sudden, the offenses are waking up here for both teams. It's Adam Parker has it. Deep three from Parker, just off the mark, and a great rebound there by Wenzel. Wenzel looking, passing it to Parker. Parker, acrobatic catch, passing it to Clark now. Clark driving hard behind the back. Giving it to Wenzel. Wenzel going to work. Nothing there. Wenzel grabs his own rebound, putting it back up. Nothing there. Pickles grabs it this time. Blocked again. Nothing there. So three opportunities for the Islanders and three misses. 8-7 Rebels. A minute and 40 to go here in this first quarter. Now driving is Tate. Tate nowhere to go. Trying to get it to McLeod. McLeod slips, so they're going to give it to Bryn. Bryn up top. Driving. Passing it back to Tate. Tate. Looking to get inside against Wenzels, he will. Spinning, nothing, forces a shot, no good. Rebound to number three, and a great bucket there for, um, for Frenick of uh, Juanita. So that's going to make it 10-7 here with uh, just under a minute to half to go. As Luke Wenzel's going to check out and David Pickles, both of them, though, have been really solid right now rebounding and getting second-chance opportunities. Yeah, that's definitely... The Islanders need uh, a couple fast breaks. I think that's really where they thrive, get get one going. I mean, this is a packed house here on a Friday night, so if they can get the momentum going, get the crowd on their side, I think that this is definitely... I wouldn't worry right now down 10-7 early yeah. in this game. I mean, shots are starting to fall. Uh, oh, here he is. Butson, sharp shooter in the corner, just off the mark. Winslow grabs the rebound, giving it back to Butson. Another one, yeah. and this time it'll go for Tyler Butson. He's not going to miss two in a row. Tyler Butson, one of the best in all of Washington State, I would say, at hitting the three-pointer. Yes, is uh, timeout Juanita. And it's a 10-10 game, so Tyler Butson switching them the momentum um, with a great shot there. And uh, all of a sudden, offense early, 54 seconds left, we're tied at 10s. Yeah, I think that's a good time out there by when you guys coach 
because Butson banked in a three-pointer. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty lucky, but I think that the Islanders are starting to, you know, get something going here. Still pretty low scoring, only 10 points apiece. Yeah. Um, but in the last four minutes, each team's about seven apiece. So, trying to make up for that first four minutes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Islanders right now, I want to point out Winslow and Pickles both dominating the boards. I think they both have at least three second chance opportunities. Another thing I want to say, too, is Juanita's only win this season, so they're 1-12. The one win comes against a team that was, it is now 2-12. So Sammamish? Yes, they're one, I, I, it was, uh, it was a, a non-league opponent, oh, but no, I think it, So I, I think the Islanders definitely should be confident in this one. There's Tyler Butson now getting a hand on that early, and they're going to call a foul on him. But a great hustle play there by uh, Butson. So that's going to be Tyler Butson's first of the night. Both teams have three fouls here as we're approaching the end of the first quarter. And uh, Seda now, Garvin McLeod, and they're going to get Adam Parker for a hold. So another foul on the Islanders. And Adam Parker and Casper exchanging words here. And Parker's going to come out of the game. As here's McLeod up top of the court, driving behind the arc, looking to pull the trigger. Tyler Butson all over him, though. McLeod ball in the right hand, crossing between legs, crossing now, driving left, pulling up from the elbow. A wow. great shot by McLeod right there, and a great combo. So with 25 seconds left, the Rebels take a 12 to 10 lead. Chris Clark, great hezzy, great pass inside to Winslow. Outside to Butson, three on the way, no good. Luke Winslow fighting for a rebound, not going to get it as Casper grabs it, giving it to McLeod. McLeod now up the court. Number one, McLeod passing it across to Casper. Driving in. Two seconds left, and he's going to get the bucket there. With two seconds left here for Chris Clark. He's going to shoot, and uh, no good as it's blocked there by number 32, Nick Taylor. So at the end of the first quarter, Islanders uh, a little slow as they're trailing 14 to 10. Yeah, I mean, it's really been Juanita just converting on their on their chances that they've had but you, you gotta give them credit don't have the height advantage don't have the same uh, I would say athleticism that the Islanders have but they're just playing harder and remember even though this team is 1-12 there's no there's no high school draft so there's no reason why they would try to just give up this early um, in the season they're still trying to play hard trying to win every game so I don't think the Islanders should look over this one like it's an automatic win I mean yeah. they've really got to pick up uh, their slack. They have not looked great so far, but I have trust in them. I think they just got to find the hot hand. I was talking to David Pickles. Uh, I heard David Pickles talking in my physics class earlier uh, in the week, and he said, usually when we play, the first quarter is just kind of testing you know, who's got the hot hand, and then we just go to them for the rest of the game. It's yeah. It's not like we know our, our exact game plan every single time we walk out on the floor. Usually it's, hey, is Adam having a good night? Well, let's get him the ball. Give him 30 points. Is Nigel having a good night? Let's get him the ball. Very so, unselfish offense. Right. So they, they know who has the hot hand. That's why Tyler Butson, who's not really a starter on this team, ended up with 21 points on seven three-pointers. They just know who's got the hot hand at the right moment, and they just say, let's just run our offense around that guy. Yeah. Um, as it should start working here. Um, 
Brin starting with the ball for Juanita to start the second half. Giving it to Casper. Casper's shot off the mark. Seda with the rebound. Now Seda. And he's going to get fouled here by number 20, by number 30, Brin. So uh, the Islanders are going to have it here. Um, both teams have four fouls. Now Clark's going to get this one. Clark dribbling, giving it out here to Seda. Right free throw line extended. Seda at the wing, dribbling now, top of the key. Seda still driving to the right side for a layup. Floater off the mark, Brain grabs a rebound. And he's driving up the court, now splitting Seda and Butts. And getting to number 32 for a deep three is the lefty. Off the mark is Nick Taylor. And rebound, Wenzel. Giving it to Seda now. Seda driving, giving it to Clark. Butson in the corner. And Butson's going to get it to fall. That's two three-pointers for Tyler Butson. One of them was a bank. Other one got a nice Kawhi Leonard roll there. So, I mean, Butson's got to feel good. Yeah, absolutely. I like the Kawhi Leonard roll. <laughs> There's a great defense there by Nigel Seda on uh, Taylor. They're going to pass it out here to Casper. Casper inside to number 10, and that's his first bucket of the night, is uh, Carter Craven. So Wenzel and Seda both got knocked over there, and it left Craven wide open underneath the hoop, so the referee stopped play. Trying to figure out what's going on. I like both Wenzels being on the court at once, though. I think that they both pose a huge threat on defense because it, it's almost like the entire middle of the court is off limits for anyone need a player trying to drive because of how good they are at drawing charges. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like the Wenzels have both a few charge attempts. Not a lot called tonight. So we'll see if they can keep racking them up. It's Luke Wenzel now. Has it, giving it to Nate Wenzel. Nate Wenzel up top. Giving it here to his brother Luke, still behind the arc. Luke giving it here to Parker. Parker's going to look to drive right, and a pushing foul is going to be on number 13, Casper. All right, so this is something I, I, I want to point this out. I was watching uh, I was watching Michael Casper and Adam Parker go at it off ball. I mean, they were just pushing and shoving into there, both looking at the referee for calls. I think, I think right now Casper's trying to get in Adam Parker's head. You can see being very physical with him no matter where he goes in the court. And Parker's not having any of it. And look, another foul there called on Casper. On Casper. So, I mean, right now Casper's trying to get out of Parker's head. And he's, Parker's loving every minute of it. He likes to accept the competition. So, two fouls there. And look, even when. And now he's going to get subbed out. But even when the ball wasn't even in play, he's still going over to Adam Parker. Still talking to the referee. Uh, I don't really know what Casper's doing. I mean, he had. Three obvious fouls there in a span of a few minutes, and now he's arguing with the ref. You want to get teed up? That's a good recipe for it. Oh, as Luke Wenzel, huge three-pointer there, and the Islanders are moving it right now. 16-16 uh, with six minutes to go in this first half. And a foul is going to be called uh, against Luke Wenzel. Yeah, Luke the Wenzel. Never mind, Nate Wenzel. <laughs> yeah. Man, when these brothers are on the court, you just can't tell them apart. Now Bryn has it up top for Juanita. Bryn's going to give it here to number five, Tate. Tate dribbling, trying to spin on Clark. Still backing in on Chris Clark. Tate shot blocked Ooh. by Clark. 
And Clark now bringing it up for the Islanders with 5.50 to go in the first quarter. Gives it to Butson. Butson oh. pump faking, shooting a three. Another one. Tyler Butson is hot right now, making shot after shot. So three three-pointers already. Yep. Could he break his own record? I don't know. I, I yeah. think so. He does. It's a school record. That'd be eight in one game. Yep, as it's uh, 19 to 16 now with five and a half to go here in this first half. Uh, Butson guarding Tate. Butson blocking him, and it's going to be a jump ball. Great hustle play by Tyler Butson. He's balling right now. Juanita's going to take a timeout. Uh, so Islanders right now uh, got the hot hand, especially Tyler Butson. So it's a 19-16 uh, timeout, uh, Juanita. So I think with that timeout, we're going to take a little timeout, our timeout break ourselves here on 88-9 The Bridge. Back to the gym with Mercer Island High School Basketball. Broadcasted live from 88-9 The Bridge. Welcome back to 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Nathan here, um, and we're announcing some Mercer on basketball. So the Islanders are on top, 19-16, and their offense is popping right now as uh, Nate Wenzel will start with the ball for the Islanders, passing it to Tyler, which passes it to Luke Wenzel, passing inside to Parker. Parker's layup off the mark. Parker batting it up to himself, getting it again, going up, and Parker's going to get fouled. So Adam Parker will go to the line. Obviously, you can't expect Parker to have the same night. He had 30 points in one game last Friday, but I mean, only three points and then making his presence felt good inside the lane there. Yeah, is uh, Adam Parker looking for his fourth and fifth points of the night. First one just off the mark. So the score will remain 19-16 for the moment. Uh, just a little above five minutes to play here in this third quarter. And there's an easy bucket there for Parker. So he's one for two from the line. Um, Islanders take a 20-16 to 16 lead. First two-possession lead of the game for the Islanders. And here's Juanita. Ball in the left hand of uh, McLeod. McLeod trying to set up a play, being guarded by Luke Wenzel. McLeod driving, pulling up, and wow. his elbow jumper again. I mean, I feel like we've seen that That's time third, after time. Third mid-range jumper by McLeod there. Just really a great mid-range shooter. Yeah, great shot also. Um, so McLeod really carrying his load for uh, Juanita. As here's Mercer Islands. Adam Parker passing it up here to Chris Clark. Chris Clark on the right wing. Behind the arc, being guarded by McLeod. He's going to drive to the corner, driving baseline now. Great pass to Wenzel inside. Wenzel's layup off the mark. Luke Wenzel grabs his own rebound. Great pass to his brother going up. And Nate Wenzel with an easy bucket. And a technical foul is going to be called on Nate Wenzel. Wow. That is so... That is surprising, yeah. Said something to another player, but... Yeah, that's not great when you're only up by two points midway through the second quarter. So, David Pickles checking in. If it wasn't for Nate Wenzel, maybe Coach Creed will change that. Yep, it is. So, Nate Wenzel, after that, will be checking out of the game. Well, yeah, uh, I think he just turned around and yelled like he did. And I think uh, the referee thought it was targeted at Casper. So, that's what uh, Wenzel's arguing. Now this is going to make it uh, with the two free throws. McLovin's going to take them. And that is going to make it a 20-22 game. And also the ball of 
Um, Juanita. McLeod now has it up top. Ball in the left hand. Oh, I think we should call McLovin from now on. That is so <laughs> Mixing it up. I've got oh too much things. God. Too much things in the head. Uh, it's a good movie. Yes. <laughs> As uh, here's Casper. Floater off the mark. Winslow grabs it. Passing it to Butson. Butson now up the court being guarded by Brian. Butson to Luke Winslow. Luke Winslow, another three. Uh, nope, that's a two. Foot was on the line, but knocks it down anyways. So that's going to make it 24-20 here with uh, three and a half to go in this uh, second quarter. And a uh, risky pass there, and Winslow's going to get a hand on it, knocks it off of uh, Tate, and a great play, Mercer Island ball. Yeah, that's very wise there by Wenzel. Something that you see a lot from this Mercer Island team. They're very, you know, they're, very, they're coached very well by Coach yeah. Free, obviously. I mean, knowing exactly what to do at the right time. Don't don't usually take any four shots. Always uh, find the best shot possible. I, I really like the way this team plays. I think they can go, uh, they can make a deep run in the playoffs. Indeed, um, as the Islanders now have it, uh, Luke Wenzel. Has the ball up top, driving, giving it off here to Nigel Seda. Nigel back to Wenzel. Wenzel's going to shoot another one. Luke Wenzel just off the mark this time. Rebound, David Pickles. Great pass to Parker. Parker goes up, grabs it, and Parker's going to get fouled. So Adam Parker with four points tonight will go to the line for the third and fourth time. Adam Parker showing his, like, 20-foot yeah, wow. there. Able to snatch the ball out of the air with one hand. So that's you know, two free throws here for Parker. Islanders, only three minutes left to go in the second quarter. So they're taking control. First shot, knocked down by Adam Parker. Second one on the way. Adam Parker goes two for two from the line, and he has six points tonight. So the Islanders will extend their lead 26-20. As uh starting to think Luke Winslow has the hot hand. Yeah, absolutely. He made two he huge shots. There at the yeah. end, so barely missed it, but I think he's still definitely the, the guy to look for. As uh, Juanita now beating the press with ease. There's Tate, makes the left-handed layup for Juanita. And up comes Nigel Seda. He's going to give it right here to Wenzel. Wenzel's going to try and back Casper down. Nothing there. He's going to pass it right back out to Seda. Seda crossing over, and they're going to call a foul on Luke Wenzel. So I say moving screen, I think. So Juanita's going to get this one off the turnover. It is 26 to 22, and now I want to point out both teams are in bonus with uh, two and a half to go in this half. And you said Wenzel has the hot hand. I also, I mean, don't forget, Tyler. Oh, here he goes. Tyler Bussin. Yeah. Right as I had to say that. Checks. Oh, no, that's. That is Bussin. That is Bussin, I was going to say. Uh, checks in the game. So I think he, I mean, he started off with three straight three-pointers. Hadn't missed since. So I think he's still definitely feeling like he can make a difference. And now he's checking in the game for Wenzel. So there you go. One hot player checks out of the game. Another one that's also got the hot hand comes in. Nigel Seda now bringing the ball up to the Islanders. Nigel Seda driving left, has a lane, great pass to David Pickles, and an easy bucket for the Islanders. 28-22 with two minutes to go here in this first half. Now driving Brian. Brian being guarded by Butson. Brian brings it back out. 
takes a screen by Tate. Doesn't know where to go. Gives it back to Tate. Now being guarded by Butson after the switch. Tate driving right. Trying to spin back left. Going to work on Butson. His layup no good. Rebounds to number 10. Um, Craven. Craven passing it to Casper. Casper. Ball is knocked out of bounds off of Adam Parker. Um, Juanita's ball. So a minute 40 to go, 28-22. Islanders are on top, but Juanita does have possession here. As, as McLode has the ball in his left hand on the left side of the court, passing it to the left corner, outside the three-point mark to Tate. Tate passing it back up to the left wing, extended, giving it to McLode. Another elbow jumper this time misses. Give it back, and he's going to take another elbow jumper. McLode again from the elbow. <laughs> I feel like that's the only shot. Anyway, that's kind of that shot. Just have a player too uh, has disappeared in higher ranks of basketball in the NBA and college basketball because you know highest percentage is either a three pointer or a layup. But I mean, obviously it's working for him here. Eight points. If you're gonna hit him, you should take him. Exactly. Here's Seda getting up there. Layup misses. Pickles grabs a rebound. Bringing it back out as Pickles, giving it to Butson. Butson surveys. Great pass to Seda in the corner. Three-pointer off the mark. Tate grabs a rebound. Tate now. Passing it up to Bryn. Bryn trying to drive. Giving it off here to Casper. Casper from the elbow. No good again from Casper. Rebound Pickles. 40 seconds left to go. Islanders are up by 4, 28-24. Butson's going to pull it for three. 20. Tyler Butson, number four of this first half. And it's a 31-24 game. So right there, that was a huge shot. So now Brim bringing it up, being guarded by Lucas Varney here. 21 seconds to go, no shot clock. So Juanita can get the last shot here. Casper driving, driving left, lays it up. Missed shot, rebound by number 10. His shot off the mark. 10 seconds left, Adam Parker dribbling, spinning, driving in Eurostep, and they're going to call a charge on Adam Parker. So Juanita will get five seconds to put the ball in the hoop. Parker, if he has looked behind him, had Butson for another wide open three. That could have given him five in the first half, and he's only three away from the record. But up by seven points, if they can hold him without a basket to end this quarter, I mean... You've, you've got to be happy for yeah. the Islanders. Very, very stout offensively on pace for over 60 points. So, Yeah, uh, they really turned it around after that oh. first half. And uh, great play there by Lucas Varney, knocking the ball out of bounds. Still five seconds left and one need a ball. But it looks like the Islanders are in a man-to-man press as uh, McLeod trying to get open. They're going to go. Chris Clark picks it off, gives it to Varney. Varney shot off the mark and... Nick Taylor is going to hang on to that one for Juanita as that's the end of the first half. Islanders are on top by six, by seven, excuse me, 31-24. to 24. So Islanders uh, playing some great basketball right now. Uh, what did you guys see? I mean, I thought it was a great first half for the Islanders. Really, Tyler Butson and, uh, and Luke Wenzel both were great from the three-point line. That's helped them. I mean, without those three-pointers, they wouldn't even be winning this game. So I think that for the Islanders, continuing giving the ball to Tyler Butson, I mean, when he has got the three-point stroke going, I mean, there's really nothing that can stop him. Just a little sliver of daylight, and he can really knock it down from anywhere. So I think getting him the ball, and then Adam Parker as well, can do so much damage when he drives inside. So I, I like uh, the way this team is playing so far. Yeah, I definitely agree. Butson and Wenzel had a huge impact. And also, uh, I'd like to mention the Islanders get so many second-chance points. 
they didn't hit them all, but they started hitting more in the second quarter, and I think that's going to probably extend to the third and fourth if they have gotten into more of a rhythm. Yeah, those second-chance points, I want to add on to that. They're huge because it takes away a rebound in a offensive possession for Juanita. So while taking away points from Juanita, you can add on to yourself. I mean, it's going to be hard to beat that. So Juanita takes a, Juanita takes a, needs to take a lot more shots in the second half if they want to come back and overcome this deficit. So with that, Islanders are on top, 31-24. So a uh, big opening half for the Islanders, and we'll see if they can carry it on in the second half. But we're going to take a little halftime break ourselves here on 88 88- the bridge. 88.9 The Bridge, your home for the 2019-2020 Mercer Island basketball season. Back to the gym with Mercer Island High School basketball, broadcasted live from 88.9 The Bridge. Hello, welcome back to 88.9 The Bridge. We've got a great game for you. Boys, Mercer Island basketball between the Mercer Island Islanders and the Juanita Rebels. Currently, the score is 31-24. Islanders got off to a little bit of a slow start, but Tyler Butson, four three-pointers in the first half. Obviously, earlier this year, he tied the school record with seven three-pointers in a game. Could he break that? Maybe. We'll see. I'm joined by Shea and Scott here for the second half of action. And guys, for this for this Islanders team, they're up by seven points already. I mean, you would think they've got this game locked up if they just continue what they were doing at the end of that first half. So, Shea, what, what did you like about that, about uh, Mercer Island's play in the first half? And what do you think they should continue doing? I think they did a great job of getting open shots, specifically from three. That's how, a lot, that's how Butson hit a lot of his threes in that first half. And I also think they did a really good job of getting second-chance points and played really good defense. Scott, how about you? Uh, yeah, Butson is one of the premier three-point shooters in Kinko. And also using their bigs, it is the Mercer Island program style. Try and feed into your bigs and obviously with Wenzel Brothers. All right, so action's about to resume. Now uh, Cooper, uh, Cooper McClellan has the ball. <laughs> Pass it in uh, to... Jackson Bryan, who's really the point guard for this team, but the star player is really Michael Casper and um, and Cooper McLeod, who's just such a good mid-range shooter now. Flynn, uh, excuse me, Bryan has it, passing it in to Casper. He gets fouled by Luke Wenzel, tripped on the ground. So now, just nine seconds in this first half of play, we already have a team foul on the Islanders. And now we have McLeod passing it in. Gets it out to Casper. Three-pointer. Air ball off the mark. And now David Pinkos gets three off of the Islanders. Chris Clark pushing it down the floor. Trying to pick up. Uh, trying to go where they left off. Floater is just around the rim and off the mark from Clark. And now the rebound is from Tate. Passes it off to McLeod. McLeod now still has the ball being defended closely by Chris Clark. Takes a screen from Michael Casper on the right wing. Now Tate has it wide open. He's going to take a three-pointer from the top of the key, and he's got it. So now 31-27, Islanders lead it. And opening points of the second half go to the Rebels. Chris Clark passing it off to Adam Parker. 30-point game uh, last Friday, player of the week for Washington State. Chris Clark, no-look pass to Luke Wenzel. Instead kicks it out to Adam Parker. He's going to take a three. No good rebound by Tate. Gives it up to Jackson Bryan. Brian, the 5'11 junior, playing it out to Tate. Tate dribbling inside. Tries to get it up over Parker. Denied there. So now Adam Parker with the rebound. He's going to dribble it up the court himself. Passes it to Nigel Seda. 
attacking the room to his right. Plays it off to David Pickles, kind of stuck there in the corner. So instead, trying to find someone to pass to. He's got Chris Clark, who's going to take it back up top. Reset the offense. 18 seconds left to go on the shot clock. 31-27, Islanders lead. Seda trying to cross up. McLeod instead finds a great pass in to Wenzel, and it's blocked by Juanita. So now Jackson Bryant has it. He's dribbling inside, goes to his left, puts it up for two. No good. Rebound by Wenzel, and he gets fouled there over the back call against Thomas Flynn. It's been really a high-tempo first uh, first opening to the second half, hasn't it? Indeed. Yeah, for sure. They, they like to do a full-court pressure, the Islanders do, which makes it very high-tempo as, I mean, they rely really on their guards to get everything going. So now Chris Clark has it on the left wing, dribbling to his left. Passes off to Wenzel. Chris Clark's a great passer for just being a sophomore. Now Nigel Seda has a great move inside with a left. Up and in. Wow, fancy by Nigel Seda. What a play there. Switching it to his left after the crossover. He's really a special player in this Marshall Island program, a transfer from Skyline. So lucky to have him on this Islanders basketball team. And now a timeout's going to be called by Juanita. And now the Islanders are up by six points, so Juanita still has um, a one-point advantage in the second half. Scott, I want to start with you. You uh, we're lucky enough to have you for the second half because you have an inside scoop on this Mercer Island basketball program. I know you can't give away too much, but you're on the JV team. Had a nice win earlier this uh, saw you out there on the court. Uh, what, what are some, obviously you don't give away plays or anything, but for Coach Cree and the rest of this coaching staff, what are their, I would say, their, their number one top priority as an Islanders basketball player? What do you need to do? Is it is it good defense? Is it passing it? I mean, obviously, as you have seen, as we have seen with the transfers here at Nigel Seda, it's let the defense create the offense, get the transition offense going, and obviously then working through your bigs there. Really, once your bigs get going, they get double teamed, and then you have kick-out threes. So it's really being able to use your players the best you can. All right, so now Jackson Bryan has it, passing it off to McCloyd. Coach dribbling to his right. Around Pickles, gets it inside, kicks it out now to Brian. He's going to take a three, the lefty, and he hits it. Brian got a three-pointer. Now it's just cut to a three-point lead for the Islanders. This crowd is a little bit stunned as this 1-12 team is really giving the Islanders a good fight. Tyler Butson, the hot hand for the Islanders, dribbling to his left, has it. He checked into the game. Dishes it out to Adam Parker. Back to Butson. Pickles has it now. He's getting double-teamed in the post. Now puts up for two. Lamp is no good. Rebound by Thomas Flynn. Juanita taking up the floor. Jackson Brine to his left. Now that's Casper. A three is way off the mark, and the crowd's going to let him have that one. Off the backboard, a brick there. Now Chris Clark has it, trying to pass it inside. Instead goes off a Juanita player's foot, and now it ends up in the hands of Parker, who plays it off to Pickles, back to Parker, trying to get a screen from Pickles. Parker dribbles to his right. Great pass inside to Wenzel, and he gets blocked, but it's going to stay with the Islanders. Four minutes, 21 seconds left to go in this third quarter of play. Islanders up 33-30 if you're just joining us here on 88-9 The Bridge. KMIH Mercer Island now. David Pickles goes into the lane, and one great play there, absorbing the contact, going up for two, and he had some words for his defender there. This has been a scrappy game so far. We've already seen Adam Parker uh, 
shot with his uh, talk to his opponents a little bit, clapping now. Tyler Butson was getting to uh, getting to the face of another opponent. We already got a technical foul on Luke Wenzel, so I mean this has definitely been a intense game so far. Pickles hits that free throw there. And it makes it unique with these conference games. Even when the teams are not evenly matched as we have with the Islanders <laughs> and Juanita, their records really tell it. They always end up being close games just due to the rivalry that has been there in the intensity they go at. All right, so now McCloyd has it. Fade away on the right side. Wow, he's got it. McCloyd is just on fire from that mid-range spot. He's got a great stroke there, and so... Now he has 10 points. Cracks double digits. They're going to leave Wenzel open for three. He's not going to take it. Said, hands it off to Chris Clark. Dribbling to his right. Falls on the ground. Kicks it out to Pickles. The big man taking a three. No good. Rebound by Casper. He goes on the floor. And they're going to call a travel. <laughs> Luke Wenzel got pushed to the ground on the rebound. He uh, was on the ground. And then Casper tripped over him. And they're going to call, I guess, a travel on that one. So the Islanders will take it. I'm, I'm not really sure, to be honest. Adam Parker, the inbound, passing it to David Pickles. Already two fouls on the Rebels in this third quarter. Tyler Butson has it now on the left rank. He's lethal from downtown. A great pass inside by Pickles to Luke Wenzel. And it's going to be a two-point basket there for the Islanders. Now it's 38-32. Chris Clark defending McCloyd. McCloyd, a 6-1 senior for this Rebels team. Wenzel trying to strip the ball away from McCloyd. And they're going to call a foul on Adam Parker or Chris Clark. We'll have to see which one they call it on. They're going to call it on Chris Clark there. So off the ball trying to defend. Got a little bit tangled up there. And now two fouls on both teams. So that could come uh, into play later in the game. Both of these teams could be in the bonus. And if you're, uh, if you want to have free throws, Mercer Island's got what seven or eight great free throw shooters on this team. So I think they'll be happy to go into the bonus there. So now, excuse me, three fouls on the Rebels. Maybe the scorekeeper forgot to call that one, and then two fouls on the Islanders. <laughs> right now we see the Juanita coach talking to his team, and the Mercer Island players decide to join into the huddle. I've never seen that before. Me neither. And he didn't notice either. It's not not illegal. McCloyd has it. Passing it in now to Tate. Back to McCloyd. He's got it. Guarded by Chris Clark. Dribbling over to the left. Facing his back to the basket. Takes a screen from Tate. Still has got the ball. Only 20 seconds left to go on the shot clock. He's got Wenzel on him now. And he dribbles it out of bounds. And it's going to be Mercer Island basketball. And whatever they heard in that meeting worked perfectly because that was near a perfect defensive. I mean, you could not have had a better defensive possession than that. Yeah, absolutely. Just fundamental defense for this Islanders team. They take pride in that. Chris Clark now has it, and there's going to be a foul called on Jordan Tate, the 6'5 junior against uh, Adam Parker got called. A lot of off-ball fouls. So already four fouls for the Rebels so far. Only three fouls away from the bonus, and we're only uh, we still have two minutes, 37 seconds left to go in this third quarter. Chris Clark has it now. A great pass to Tyler Butson inside. Double teamed is David Pickles, and now he's going to pass it off to Luke Wenzel. He's going to get fouled there. Two shots upcoming for the all-time leader in charges at Marshall High School, and I mean that's really, really impressive. Coach Cree said that. 
that was one of the records that people thought could never be broken. 43 in one season, or excuse me, in one career. And Luke Wenzel and Nate Wenzel both were kind of approaching that up into their senior season. And finally, Luke got, got to that magic number now. He's got his first free throw here. One dribble. Puts it up, and he's got it there. So now it's 39-32 with two minutes and 29 seconds left to go in this third quarter. Wenzel's second free throw is good as well. So money from the line for Wenzel. 40-32. McCloyd has it. Guarded by Chris Clark. And now Butson trying to bring a double team at the half-court line. They're going to find Brian on the left wing. Guarded by Luke Wenzel. Brian trying to size up his defender. Instead plays it off to number three, Liam Frinick. Frinick passes it off to Tate. Back and down Tyler Butson. Back out to Brine. The southpaw gives it to McCloyd. Dribbling to his left. Passes it off to Tate. And they're going to call a blocking foul against Luke Wenzel. And he could not believe that call. Looked like a charge from my angle as well. But they say he was moving. So it's going to stay with the Rebels. Three fouls on the Islanders. Five on the Rebels. So, I mean, Marshall could be in the bonus by the end of this quarter. And, this, and they would still have an entire quarter just from, with... Free throw shots galore, and now Tate has it on the inbound, and he misses the mid-range jumper, and instead, David Pickles gets the rebound, passes it off to Nigel Seda. Gets the screen from Pickles, Seda dribbling to his right, goes inside, puts up for two, and he puts it in there. Great shot from Nigel Seda. And now it's a 10-point game. The Islanders really blowing this one wide open, and almost a steal from Tyler Butson, and it goes out of bounds instead. And it's going to be a timeout called by Juanita. So with that, uh, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, still lots more of Islanders basketball here only on 88.9 The Bridge. Back to the gym with Mercer Island High School Basketball. Broadcasted live from 88.9 The Bridge. Hello, welcome back into 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Gabe Grossman alongside Scott and Shay. Now we already have a fast break. Islanders leading 42-32 with a minute and 20 left in this third quarter. If you're just joining us, it's been a back-and-forth game, but Mercer Island's kind of taking control of this one as Chris Clark, the sophomore, goes into the lane, misses the layup, rebound by number 10, Carter Craven. Now in the backcourt, Brian has it. He's being double-teamed by Clark, and Adam Parker finally gets it up to Tate. Tate dribbling to his left, gives it up, and here goes Tyler Butson on the fast break, three on two. Great pass to Nigel Seda, up for two, lay in, and a foul. They're going to count that one. Nigel Seda going to the line, trying to extend this lead to 13 points. And Seda's really came on as an offensive player. He kind of started off with the Islanders, prioritizing his defense, but now we've seen this year he has really taken on a new role with the absence of Will Lee, and it has shown as he has been averaging over 10 points a game. Yeah, he's really got the ability to switch hands in midair. He's really a talented player. Now Seda to convert the end one. Free throw is swished there by Seda. Sweet stroke from the line. So now it's 45-32. Under a minute left to go in this third quarter. Juanita's really got to get something going quick here. Seems like they had something going in the first quarter, but ever since then it's been all Islanders. Cooper McCloyd has it. Passes it off to Michael Casper. Trying to get inside. Can't find anyone instead. Swings it around. 
to Brian, who plays it back to Casper. Now back to McCloyd. McCloyd, oh, 30 seconds left to go in this. In this. Oh now. <laughs> so Brian shot it up because the crowd was saying five, four, three, two, one. There was still 12 seconds left to go on the shot clock. So a little bit of trickery by the Islanders faithful. Seda's waiting for the end. Of, he wants the final shot. Yeah, only 10 seconds Parker. left to go. Parker dribbling it in. Goes up for two instead, getting a quick one. Now four seconds left. The clock's still running. McCloy has to put one on quickly. Flings up a half quarter. Oh, almost went in. Just off the mark there. So now the Islanders at the end of this third quarter up 47-32. So guys, good quarter there. Shea and Scott for the Islanders. Really extending this lead. If you're, I want to switch sides here. I want to go to the Juanita Rebels bench. What do you think Justin uh, Mezzestrano is saying to his team? I mean, down 15 against this talented of a roster that Mercer Allen has. I mean, what do you say to try to come back? You really got to go. I mean, it's hard. You really got to try to go back to what you were doing in the first quarter, which was, you know, they were playing great defense, weren't letting the Islanders uh, convert on any of their second chance opportunities. But since then, that's kind of fallen apart. So I think it's very important for uh, Juanita to try to just play more disciplined. Yeah, and Juanita is one of the more interesting teams in Kinko as they like to use their starters as much as possible. They use a limited amount of bench players. They usually go up to seven or eight players per game, even though they do have a true 12-man roster. So it does make it interesting to see if Maybe it is time they start to use those other men as really their starters have been playing for three full quarters and give them a quick break. Right, and there's still a lot of important games for this Islanders team. So you're right. I mean, don't want to get them too tired out as you go into the end of the season. Of course, the Kinko and State Tournament. Lucas Varney checks into the game, plays out to Nigel Seda. Tyler Butson, Adam Parker, and David Pickles also join that crew. So now Parker has it star player last week. Keep on reiterating that. Such a good player. Washington State Player of the Week last week. Now Nigel Seda driving in. Tries to swing it around underneath the hoop to Pickles and it goes off his foot out of bounds. Juanita will take over. Number 32, Nick Taylor has checked into the game. 5'11 junior. Passes it off. And it looks like the Islanders are running a 1-3-1. Making it a little bit interesting, and it kind of forces Juanita to shoot the three ball. Right, maybe that's what they want. I mean, if you don't trust Juanita's three-point shooters, might as well give it to them now. McCloy, another mid-range two. That one's no good, and now it ends up in the arms of Tyler Butson. Now Nigel Seda driving. It's blocked, but Butson's there to finish it off. Butson, 11 points at this ball game. Three three-pointers, and then that layup to go as well now. Juanita on the other end, great floater by Michael Casper, the 6'5 junior. Makes it a 49-34 game with seven minutes left to go in this fourth quarter of play. Nigel Seda wants to slow down the offense. Adam Parker now, driven to his left, puts it up for two. Oh, no good. Seemed like a hung on the rim there for eternity. And now Casper has it on the other end, dribbling in, and it goes out of bounds. Casper tried to do too much with it. Lost control and Seda, just such a good defensive player. Like you said earlier, Scott. He's got that one to add to his repertoire. I mean, he's such a good uh, on-ball defender. And Seda is also the point guard for this team right now. 
Adam Parker has it. Swings it around to Lucas Varney. He's going to take a three-pointer of his own. No good. Rebound by McCloyd here. He's going to pass it all the way up, and it's intercepted by Adam Parker. A forced pass there. Parker is going to pick that one off. Now Tyler Bussin has it in the corner, looking to shoot the three. No. Uh, instead, passes it off. Tuseta passes it inside to Pickles. Pickles up for two, and he's got it to go. So now it's 51-34. Islanders lead it. And the Islanders are an interesting team as they really last year had two true ball handlers, almost three, as Chris Clark was just emerging as an Islander. But this year it's really been settled into Seda and Clark's hands. So McCloyd there, who's usually a two-point shooter, hits a three-point bomb there. So now it's 51-37 as Tyler Buston dribbling inside, kicks it out to Pickles, who gives it out to Seda. Seda now to Butson back inside to Pickles. Great passing here for this Islanders team. Seda takes a three-pointer. No good rebounds by... Goes out of bounds, and they're just going to stay with the Islanders. Got tipped up a couple times by Pickles, Parker, but finally went off Thomas Flynn, so it's going to stay with Mercer Island here. And with 5.31 remaining, and the Islanders up 51-37, with a few more buckets, they can nearly wrap this game up. Yeah, especially with how good their defense has been so far. Adam Parker now taking a deep three. NBA range is good! Adam Parker... Feel himself with that one. No offense needed. Just give it to Parker. Let him shoot it from anywhere he wants. Jackson Brine for Juanita trying to have an answer to that. Pass it off to Taylor. Three is no good. Trying to be like Adam Parker. I don't think so. Nigel Seda has it for this Islanders team. Really got to slow down the offense, you would think. Instead, driving inside up for two. No good. We got by Thomas Flynn. Under four, five minutes left to play in this game. Islanders have a commanding lead here, and it's going to play it off to Jordan Tate. He's going to take a three. No good rebound by Tyler Butson. Adam Parker now has it, carrying up the ball for the Islanders. Four minutes, 38 seconds left to go, and it's going to be a timeout by Mercer Island. So with that, we're going to take a break here on 88.9 The Bridge. Islanders up 54-37 to with under five minutes left to go, so stay tuned for the conclusion of this in-conference matchup. 89 The Bridge, home of Islanders basketball. Back to the gym with Mercer Island High School basketball. Broadcasted live from 88.9 The Bridge. Hello, welcome back to Islanders basketball alongside Shay and Scott. I'm Gabe here in 4 minutes, 37 seconds left to go. Islanders up by 17 against the Juanita Rebels. Nigel Seda has the ball. Swings it around to Lucas Varney in the corner. Drives inside. Puts it up for two. No good off the glass. And rebound by Jackson Brine. Guarded by Adam Parker. Brine's only 5'11". Parker's 6'5". So you, you can see where that goes. Now Parker's on Michael Casper, who's 6'5". So there you go. A little bit of a difference there. Tyler Butson trying to guard Casper. Instead, Casper drives right past him. Goes up for two. It's no good. And tries to get a steal after the rebound. And it's going to be a foul call on Casper. And it'll be interesting to see what the Islanders do here with their defense and along with the offense if they are going to continue to follow their ideals and just find the best shot available or if they're willing to go and use the whole shot clock and use as much time as possible. Shady, what do you think is better? you think just taking the best shot possible up by 17 or just winding the clock down all the way no matter what happens? I mean, if there's like a wide open shot, I would take it. But generally, I think when you're up... 
17, four minutes to go. Try to burn the clock as much as possible. So Jordan Tate just tried to get into the huddle of Mercer Island, and he got pushed out of the way a little bit. Looked to the ref, and they don't call anything. This has been a little bit of a feisty game, so it's, it's been a lot of fun here on 89 The Bridge. It is interesting. On quad nights, usually we have noticed and as an Islanders basketball program that they do end up calling it a little bit lighter than usual, get the games getting going a little bit faster as it gets the crowd more into it. Yeah, definitely a packed house here on a Friday night after finals week. Definitely a good way to uh, enjoy some Mercer Island basketball. Now, Wenzel's second free throw is good. Had to quiet my voice there a little bit. Let Wenzel concentrate, and he nails that one, so I'm taking part of the credit. <laughs> Up by 19 points are the Islanders pretty much all but over with only less than four minutes to play. Outside now to Casper for Juanita. Dribbles inside to his left. No good on the layup, and it's rebounded by Tyler Butson, the junior. And they're going to call a foul there on Casper. Tried to steal the ball away from Tyler Butson. And Casper's going to come out of the game. I believe he's fouled out of the game. Yes, he, he has. has. So there goes the night for Michael Casper. And there goes probably the night for the Rebels. If there's a player to get him back in this game, it would probably be Michael Casper. So there you go. Now Tyler Butson at the free throw line. For Mercer Island. First free throw. No good. Rebound by number 24. Not on the roster. <laughs> so, mystery player number 24 for Juanita. Pass it off to number 20. That's Adam Frinick. Off to McLeod. He's going to take a three. No good. Rebounds. It's going to go out of bounds. Stay with. Stay with Juanita. So, Trying to pass the ball, and they got to get something quick here. Three minutes and 30 seconds left to play. Tyler Bunsen deflects the inbound out of bounds, so it's going to stay with the Rebels once again. McCloyd once again looking for his own to pass to. He's going to find Brian up top. Coming to his left. Oh, a little bit of a altercation with his own teammate, Jordan off. Tate, there. McCloy has it now dribbling to his left. Spin around over Adam Parker. Air ball there. And that describes their night almost. It's been a tough <laughs> night for Juanita so far. And Nigel said it just dribbling up the court, looked at McCloyd and just laughed at him. Like, what are you doing trying to go over my teammate? Now, Buston has it outside of Nigel Seda. Wisely not taking the open three instead. Oh, and here we go. Seda gets fouled when Brian was trying to sweat the ball away from him. And Seda's just having too much fun out here. And he's going to go straight to the line for the one and one. Try to extend this lead to 20 and in plus. Bad Nimmo, the senior, he uh, is going to be coming in, and as you can probably tell by the crowd. Matt Nimmo and Coleman Bell. Uh, Coleman Bell is also junior. checking into the game. So two players that don't get to see a lot of action. You know, there's other players too. Will Atkinson, Ryan McCurry, but Alex Aaron as well. But they've seen action, a lot of action in other games. So it's good to see these guys coming to the game here. Definitely, Matt Nimmo, a fan favorite. When he hit a three-pointer a couple weeks back, the crowd went wild. So now Nigel Seda's first free throw. Oh, air ball there. And he just grids that one off. And so, here comes that at Will Atkinson. So it's you can kind of tell the, it is time for the starters to retire for the night. All right, so this should be a lot of fun. Remember, these players, they're having a lot of fun out here. Don't get as much action as the starters, of course. And now... Three-pointer, wow, is good. Nailed shot there by Nick Taylor, a deep three. 
cuts the lead to 16 points with 2 minutes 47, 40 seconds left to go. Tyler Buston now has it. Former round pass it up to Will Atkinson. And even though they're, you know, putting in their bench warmers, they're still great players as Varney has it kicking out to Butson. Dribbling inside. Goes up for two. Floater's no good. Rebounds by Juanita. Now passes up to Nick Taylor. Off number 24. Three-pointer is no good. Rebounds by Matt Nimmo. Almost goes out of bounds and it stays with Mercer Island. And checking in is sophomore Ryan McCrary. Oh, so there you go, Ryan. There we go. Coming into the game. Scott, he's a teammate of yours. Talk about how good Ryan McCrary is as a player. He's only a sophomore. He's yes, he's a swing player for the varsity. So he does have to split quarters between. He gets four quarters every day. And it does make it interesting. They do have to improvise on it. But a really talented player who is phenomenal on the defensive side. So now, Will Atkinson gets the rebound off the missed three-pointer by Juanita. Atkinson getting double-teamed here, and it gets stolen by Jackson Bryan. Dribbling it up towards the left, goes up for two. Lamp is good. Cuts the lead of 14 with a minute and 40 left. Ryan McCurry has it. McCurry, a good guy, too. He's in my math class and Spanish class. He's a nice guy as well. So now Coleman has it. Passes off to Matt Nimmo. Goes up for two. The little floater. It's good. And the crowd is going to erupt do you believe oh. this? It is like a game winner has just happened. Oh my goodness. Now, a steal by Varney. Oh, Ryan McCurry, the sophomore, juggles it. Now pass it inside to Will Atkinson. Atkinson trying to go up for two. No good rebound. Atkinson. And he's going to try to go up again. Rebound by Nat Nimmo. <laughs> Do you Nimmo. believe this? Oh Nimmo my goodness. is on the board with four points. Matt Nimmo has officially lost it. A legend has been born. Matt Nimmo, four points here in this fourth quarter. Under a minute left to go. And it's going to be stolen here by Ryan McCray, the sophomore. Are they going to look for Matt Nimmo? We don't know. Oh, it's kicked out to Nimmo. Nimmo goes inside, up for two. Oh, and he gets and a foul. foul has been called. Oh, <laughs> Matt Nimmo oh, going to the line. Trying to extend the lead back up to 20. Uh, you, I mean, come on, this is too much fun at this point. This is what they live for, though. They spend two hours practicing every day so they can get these moments so they can shine in front of their friends. First free throw. Free! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no good. Fellow radio student Luke Reed can be heard in the crowd from a mile away. <laughs> Second free throw. Candy can for this one. Second free throw is money. Matt Nimmo, five points. Oh, and a bad inbound there. Nimmo's got it. Dribbling inside. Another lamp. Euro step with the left hand. No good. Oh. And now it's going to be Nick Taylor on the other end. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a mad Number scramble, 24. If you believe it. Oh, now number 10 has it for Juanita. 26 seconds left. Now Nick Taylor. For a three-pointer is going to be no good. Rebound by number 24. He's going to go up for two. No good. So the Islanders can't close this out. Matt Nimmo's going to get the last. Uh, have the ball at the end. No. Will Atkinson now. Dribbling it up. 12 seconds left. Ryan McCurry. Now, smart play there. He's, you know, the crowd wanted him to shoot, but it's going to be a good, uh, a good sport. And instead, just let the clock run out. So this is going to do it here. Final from Mercer Island. Here it's Islanders 61. Juanita Rebels 42, really a dominating performance in the first quarter. The Islanders looked a little bit rusty, but then they showed that they really were the better team in this matchup. 
Shane and Scott, what were you guys' final thoughts on this game? I think, you know, Juanita did a great job of competing in the first half, but by the second half, the Islanders had gotten in rhythm and were able to show us why they were the 12-1 team and Juanita was the 1-1 team. Yeah, it was a great showing. And my favorite part of this game was really it allowed for the players who have had to be on the bench for most of this time after all the hours they've put in to really show that they do have talent too. And it's kind of the future of the Islanders with six seniors on the team. All right, so that's going to wrap it up here. We see Matt Nimmo getting surrounded by his friends. Great end to the game. A nice story there. Getting a photo taken. It's just a lot of fun here. All the players enjoying this win. So that, that will do it here for us on 88 and the bridge. Final score once again, 61-42. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.